Thank you for tuning in to RTM Nation Online, where we believe that you will receive the abundance of peace, prosperity, security, stability, health, healing, and truth. If you would like to learn more about the ministry, click the link below. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Now let's get into the message. You know, we've, we've covered a lot of ground uh, during our vision series, amen? And so... Today is going to be a really a, a, an awesome day of, I like to call it just culmination. A lot of things, we started last week just bringing things together. Um, you know, we talked about how we started off just kind of peeling back layers, and then we would start to throw stuff back in. And so this is going to be a big week of, of throwing stuff back in, amen? And I'm just so excited because I believe that, you know, it's almost like just, tilling the ground, you know, and, and then you get an opportunity to go and you throw seeds back in for them to grow. And that's what we've been doing, just, just kind of getting some of the weeds out of vision, getting some of the, the things out of it that, that never really were supposed to be a part of it, and then allowing that, that fertile soil to grow so we can go and start planting in what vision is and the, and the powerful resource that it is. We've been talking about we're resourceful, right? And we're talking about the amount of resources God gives us to, to be able to just rule, reign, and dominate in life. And, and vision is a powerful resource when you know what it is and how to use it. And so, you know, we, we just went down every line. And I'm a, like I said, we got a, a lot here. Amen. And so I'm a, just allow the Holy Spirit to really just, just kind of guide it together. You know, y'all can go ahead and tell your neighbor. Look at your neighbor and say, Pastor, Pastor. over prepared. This morning. <laughs> and so I said, well, God, this is going to seem more like a, um, a lecture than it is going to seem like uh, me preaching. But, hey, it's good news. Amen. <laughs> is the AV team ready? I flooded them with a bunch of stuff, too. Y'all ready? They, they getting it ready. Amen. Because the thing is, see, we, I know one thing just about everybody in life is we all want to avoid activity that's not active. You know, no one wants to just be doing things that aren't headed in a direction that's fruitful. No one just wants to be just spinning their wheels, just doing things, but they want to know that with every effort that I'm putting forth, it's building towards something. Amen? And so that's, that's what we're going to talk about today is just what that looks like. You know, when, you, when you're a part of something that God is doing, you should feel every step producing something. You know, and sometimes, as we talked about this before, sometimes it's the things that, you know, we didn't know was going to be produced, like God produces virtue a lot of times as we're moving forward. You know, God starts to build trust within us as we start to, to move forward. He starts to show us things about who he is as we start to move forward. So we have to understand that, man, you know, God is always trying to get us somewhere. That's good news. And you should know every time that you are partnering with God or, give, or you've given your life to Christ, he didn't say, well, thank you for your life. Now sit still. And be inactive. <laughs> but no, he said, thank you for your life. My son paid a high price for it. Now let's get active and doing some things together. Yeah. Oh, amen. amen. 
And I, and I tell you all the time, you know, that place, you know, and I, and I was just sitting there just meditating all week on the word because there's things that we've heard, you know. And I said, you know, God, I want to live in your overflow, in, in, in an overflow of life. I mean, you guys want to live in a place of overflow. You want everything that you do to come from a place of overflowing. What does that mean? That means I'm not always giving my last to move forward. But I'm able to, of what I have, move forward and not be in a place of, of, of draining or running out. Now, I know a lot of times we, we hear that word of living in the overflow, and some people just narrow it down to money. You know, they think, well, if I have an overflow of money, that, would, that I think would eliminate a lot of things. But the truth is, and that's what we've been talking about, is you're far more resourceful than just finances. Man, you, you have so many resources that have been freely given to you that you should be able and will be living in a place of where every step is a step of overflowing. What are you talking about, Pastor Brian? I'm saying when you have to make a decision about where to go, you don't lack wisdom, but you overflow in wisdom. That's an awesome resource to have. That's living a life of overflow is when you got plenty of wisdom to move forward. Oh, amen. You can have a lot of money and be sitting still because you have no idea on how to use it to go forward. Oh, amen. What are you doing, Pastor Brian? I'm, I'm getting our minds set on the right resources, getting our minds set on the areas that we truly want to be overflowing in. I want to be overflowing in wisdom. I want to be overflowing in, in my relationship with God. I want to be overflowing in love. I want to be overflowing in peace so that when something comes to try to disturb my peace, oh, I got extra. Oh, amen. When something comes to try to disturb my health, oh, I got extra health. Oh, I'm so hyped up on I'm so overflowing in health that that thing couldn't even, couldn't even get close. I'm just overflowing in it. Oh, amen. I'm overflowing in wisdom. There's not something that you can, you can present to me that I don't have an abundant supply of resources to know how to move forward. Oh, I'm overflowing. Oh, oh that's good news. You know, and I tell you all the time, man, you know, there should be an overwhelming confidence that God is with you no matter where you are. That's overflowing. Overflowing is when I'm at a place to where there's an overwhelming confidence that God is with me no matter where I am. Oh, amen. What, what is, well, I'll show the other side of it that maybe helps some other, some other people understand. What is, what, is, what is a lack of overflowing? A lack of overflowing is when I can get to certain places and not feel that God is there with me. Because whatever God is, there's what? Plenty of what? Resources. Oh, amen. So a life of overflowing for a believer truly looks like a life to where no matter where I am, there's an abundant supply. I feel it and have an abundant confidence that God is there with me. Because if God is with me, there can't be lack. No matter what is needed, there is no lack. And so my, my, my goal, my, my, my big overwhelming goal in all that I do is to make sure that I am overflowing with God's presence with me. Oh, amen. Amen. I want you to turn to Psalms 84 and 11 because 
That's actually a promise from God. A promise from God is that you live in a place where all things are supplied. Say all things things are are supplied. Man, that's good news. That God promised us a place of living, a place where we can can exist, where all things are supplied. Oh, that's good news. Because sometimes it it, it may feel as though, and I know sometimes it it seems as though, hey, you know, well, if I got, if I'm doing all right, that's better than I was doing. Oh, okay, you know, that's great to progress. But understand, God wants you to be in a place to where all things are supplied. And when he's, when he's talking to you, speaking with you, he's getting you and working you to a place to where you realize all things are supplied. Oh, amen. It's like when you, the moment you're born, you come into this world thinking any and everything is possible. And then life tries to teach you a completely different lesson. And then God comes in and says, no, I need to take you right back to the beginning. It's, 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 that, it's that renewing of the mind that God is starting to do. And he starts that from the moment you say yes to him. He says, now let me, let me really remind you of how you came into this world. You came into this world realizing that any and everything is possible. Oh, amen. I'm reading this New King James Version. It says, for the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from those who walk Uprightly. What is that letting us know? That there is nothing being withheld. Nothing is being withheld. There is nothing being withheld from me. So everything that comes to me and everything that I see along my walk, there should be something that I possess for where I am. Oh, amen. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm resourceful. I possess something. You got something. You got something. You got something for any and everything that Satan tries to present or any or everything that faith is calling you towards. You got it. You got it. God said you will set you up to overflow in life. And I love this, too. You know, we see that in Philippians 419 where it says, you know, my God shows what? Supply all my needs according to that word. All is a big word, but it lets me know that I am well. What supplied? Oh, you're well supplied. You are well supplied. And no good thing is being withheld from you. No good thing is being withheld from you. And you are well supplied. And then you got to look at it, you know, because what's a what's a good thing when we start to look at all that God has promised to us. The promises of God are, for themselves, what? A good thing. It lets me know that what I've, what I've been, what? Supplied with. These are things God has promised me. And I know that these things are things that are going to happen because it was a promise that he gave to me. What well, gifts are, are, are good things. He says, no good thing are withheld from you. What are part of those gifts? Gifts, gifts of who you are, the talents that you have. And the promises you've been given, amen? So I want you to turn to Psalms 103.
starting at verse 1, it says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and what? And forget not all his benefits. That's what I've been talking about the last 10 minutes is we, we can't forget that we have been supplied. We can't forget that there are promises that are assigned to us. We can't forget that there are gifts assigned to us. We cannot forget that we are actually well-supplied people. Oh, man, that's good news. And it says, who, give, who forgives all your iniquities, who heals you of your diseases, who redeems your life from destruction, who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies, who satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like eagles. He's like letting you know, like, hey, man, you are well supplied. Don't forget your benefits. When things start to occur, when life starts to happen, or I'm calling you towards something, don't forget that you are well supplied. Don't forget that there are benefits that I've given to you. Don't forget there's promises that I've made towards you. Do not forget these things because you have been well supplied. Oh, that's good news. Oh, that's some good news. And I would have stopped there, but, you know, I don't like to stop. And so just in case, and I, and I put this together, it's a chart. It's called the Promises Starter Pack. <laughs> what is this? Just in case you haven't seen, and I'm not going to take it for granted, but we talked about how the Word of God is a resource that we have, right? And so what I wanted to do was go through, and, and it, it, this wasn't easy. But it was good news that I knew you needed to have because some people have never seen this. These are promises that God made towards every believer in the Bible. Everything on there is a promise God has made for you. There's promises concerning eternal life, promises for forgiveness, the promise of the Holy Spirit. There's promises for money and finances. There's promises for our needs, promises of healing, promises of wisdom and guidance, Promises concerning your children, family, and marriage. Promises concerning peace. Promises for overcoming temptation. Promises of protections. And promises that you shouldn't have to fear. What am I showing you? I'm saying, do not forget your benefits. This is the starter pack. These are things that you start with. My God, we can stop right there. This is everything that you possess right now as you sit and listen to what God is saying. Right now, this is everything that you have been supplied with. You have everything that is on that list, and God has made a promise that he will make it come to pass in your life because of his son, Jesus. My goodness, we are overflowing in life. This is good news. If you have never, and you might be saying, I've never heard God just speak to me. He's never burnt a bush in my life. Guess what? He's burning a bush right now. And he's letting you know that, hey, you got all of this. You got all of this. You are well supplied. 
You are overflowing. You have benefits. You have promises. You have gifts. There isn't a thing that you can see. There's not a thing that you can be walking towards that you don't already overflow in benefits. We talked about this on Wednesday. The answer to every single one of those is yes, because of Christ. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. We, we talked about this three weeks ago, and I told you we're, we're bringing things together. That when we said, you know, you can't skip over God's word looking for a word, many of us are concerned about things. He's already given us promises that he's going to take care of. Many of you guys, this is a moment of absolute freedom. And you should be like, you know what? I'm going to be able to rest well this Thanksgiving because my issue is on that board. And I've been waiting to hear God say something, and I didn't realize he already promised something concerning it. My goodness, that's good news. I spent too long putting this together not to spend some time looking at it. And I didn't put it in a book and charger for it. It's free. <laughs> if you ever wondered, what's in that book concerning me? What has God said and promised concerning my life? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so good. <sighs> Amen. Truth is, for every promise... There are resources supplied to obtain it. For every promise, there are resources supplied to obtain it. And I know there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a list here, and we'll, we'll get to it, you know, because certain promises, trust is a resource. Trust is a resource that is supplied for you to obtain what was promised. But, of course, we're in our vision series, so we're going to talk about vision in particular. But I wanted to say that first because I don't want you to think that vision is the only way. But vision is a way. It's a resource God has given us to obtain things that he's promised. Oh, amen, that's good news. That's good news. Man, we just found out what vision was about. Vision is a resource God has given me to obtain what he's promised. That's what vision is. It's a resource. Just one of many. One of many. But vision is a powerful resource that God uses to help us and show us how to obtain what he's promised. And we talked about this a few weeks ago where what, what, what does vision do? When we, when we went and looked in the Bible, vision provided information that wasn't available where? Anywhere else. And so when God comes in and he starts giving us vision of things, we got to understand, man, this is, this is information that God's sharing with me that couldn't be found anywhere else concerning what, how I get to where and what he's promised to do. It's a vehicle. Amen? For those of you guys, not, I don't, I think this will be good. Um, Go to Ephesians 2. 
If one of you guys are wondering, yeah, I'm, I just went down the long version. <laughs> but I think this is good news to read, which, you know, it's kind of funny. I don't think there's anything I wouldn't think was good news to read. But Ephesians 2, and I'm, I'm starting at verse 1. I'll read this in Amplified Version because I, I want you to see something. Before we move a little further. You guys there? Ephesians 2 and 1, it says, And you he made alive when you were dead, slain by your trespasses and sin. What did he make you alive to? All of those promises. He made you alive to all of those promises. When you ever wonder, what you were ever thinking, man, they said, I'm alive now that I'm in Christ. What am I alive to? You are alive to all of those promises. You now are fully supplied for any and everything that could even possibly happen to you. You were made alive to those things. You no longer were made victim to those things, but you now have been made more than a conqueror to all of those things. Why? Turn, go down to verse 17, Ephesians 2 and 17. Why? Boy, this is good news. This is why. Because he, and it's talking about Jesus, because he came and preached the glad tidings of peace to you who were afar off and peace to those who were near. For it is through him that we both, whether far off or near, now have an introduction, access by one Holy Spirit to the Father so that we are able to approach him. Therefore, you are no longer outsiders, exiles, migrants, and aliens excluded from the rights of citizens, but you now share citizenship with the saints, God's own people, consecrated and set apart for himself, and you belong to God's own household. You were built upon the foundation of the apostles and the prophets with Christ Jesus himself, the chief cornerstone. Man, what, what happens in this household? In this household, all those promises become Yes. Oh, man. Oh, man, that's good news. Oh, that's such good news. And so when we look at vision and we, and we, and we look at, man, we know we have this access and, and we know these promises have been made concerning our life. What does vision have to do with it all. You guys can put up my, my bridge image here. I like call it like this, the bridge of vision. Vision is a vehicle that gets us from the promise to the manifestation of the promise. It's a vehicle. It's a vehicle. Oh, man. And when you start to allow God to use it as one, allow God to start to, to, to use that resource for your life, oh, man, you, you, you'll start to experience things that you're like, I didn't even, I didn't even know that that's how it could happen. I didn't even know that that was a way. 
And God's like, yeah, man, with the Holy Spirit and your trust in him, I can bring you into things you never thought were imaginable. Oh, that's good news. I wanted to share something. I thought this was good. Um, The truth is, God can communicate with us however he chooses. God can communicate with us however he chooses. You know that? I mean, I've I've been in a few situations where I tried to get God to use a channel that I was on. (laughs) It, it It don't always work out well. Normally, God gives the channel, and then we have to turn to, uh, to the correct station. <laughs> but God can choose to communicate however, however, um, however he chooses. Y'all can put up, put up the picture of Amber. Y'all can see her. That's my little baby girl. And uh, what night was this? I want to say it was probably uh, maybe Wednesday night or, or Thursday night. And I was, I was sitting down, you know, on the couch. That's the little corner of the couch. And uh, I was sitting down there doing how we do sometimes, um, thinking about life, thinking about God, thinking about direction, thinking about what to do. Yep. I'll go over this side. You know, I... I told you guys, I'm not going to preach to you this morning. I came to teach you. It's probably going to sound like a lecture, but I, I, I want it to be real so you understand and see how God can choose to communicate with us. And so I'll sit down on the couch and, uh, you know, just I don't even know where I was at. You know, I was in a space, you know. Y'all know what a space is, right? Okay. That's, that means that you were somewhere you currently was, but you was in another space, but don't nobody really know where that space was. You was all up in your thoughts, basically. And I was all up in my thoughts in that moment, you know, just, okay, God, what do you want me to do? You know, we got this going on, that going on, and, you know, I'm praying and just kind of Holy Spirit talk to me. Meanwhile, my daughter's running around the house. My wife was in the kitchen doing something. All these things are going on. And my daughter goes, Daddy. And I, and I look over at her, and this is what I see. This is what I see. You know what God told me? He said, everything I touch grows in time. Everything I touch grows in time. Now, I'm pretty sure um, I've never read, a, never, never read a scripture that said everything I touch grows in time. Not those exact words. But the Holy Spirit is a gift that's given to us to talk to us how we need to hear. And in that moment, God gave me a vision of how I needed to treat everything that I was thinking about. He says, Brian, your feet at one time were just that small. What did you do to grow? 
I don't exactly know. <laughs> At one point in time, you could wear pants that were that big. I can't no more. And I wish I could break down the process of how I got from there to there. Maybe I could go back a little bit, but. <laughs> and he said, Brian, everything I touch grows in time. Why am I saying it like that? Why am I saying this? Why did I put this up here? Because God is always talking to us. God is always planting vision and putting it in front of us. God is always using whatever he chooses to communicate with us what's going on. Oh, man. That's such good news. But you know what? Then God said this to me. He said, there is something you could have did to stop that natural growth. I said, what? He said, not utilize the resources that were supplied to you. What does that mean? If I didn't eat, <laughs> if I didn't drink water, if I didn't breathe air, the natural growth that was planned for my life just would have naturally happened. I would have missed out on by not just using the resources supplied to me properly. Oh, amen. What are you saying, Pastor Brian? Man, when God makes you a promise, he puts a guarantee of what he is going to do. Our only response is to use the resources he supplied us with properly. Oh, man, and everything he touches will grow in time. Oh, that's good news. What's yeah. yeah. well, That's such good news. Put up my, um, y'all like, another one? Yes. <laughs> Put up my uh, vision resources. Because what are these tools? What are these tools when, when we look at, there should be one where there's writing on the bottom of it. You have that one? And we spent every week dissecting what these resources are. And what are they? I like to say it like this. They are that, they're that, that's that toolbox that gets you across that bridge. These are the resources God has given us to get us across that bridge from the promise to the manifestation of every promise. One of those, of course, is the word. Of course, the promise he gives us, vision, and the Holy Spirit. Man, we are well supplied. Truth is, vision supplies instructions from God on how to receive what he's promised.
put up my vision can reveal slide. I'm like, Pastor Brian, you got another slide? Oh, yes, I do. I told you I was going, you was going to leave here full. <laughs> vision can reveal when, the timing of something. Vision can, can reveal the where, the location of something. And vision can, can, can reveal the what, the understanding of what's going on. That's what vision does. I'm going to read this to you because we can see this so clear here. But this is the story of, uh, y'all remember Ananias? Well, Ananias had a, had a, got an got a interesting vision from God. And that vision was he was supposed to be the one that was supposed to go minister at that point. He was Saul, but to go speak to Saul and let him know that, hey, God needs you. And, of course, during this vision, uh, Ananias, his, his first kind of thing was, well, wait a minute, God, don't you know that this man is a killer of Christians and you want to send me over to this man? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's, that's the one. That's the one. Saul, I want you to go speak to him. I want you to go let him know that you were sent here by God to let him know that he now belongs to Christ and that you were sent there to heal him. At this point, Paul had, had, was blinded, and he said he was sent here to heal him. And when you lay hands on him, I've told him that you were coming, and he'll know that it's me that's done this, and his life will then be given to me, and he will serve me for the rest of time. Things that we could pull out of there was, during that vision, he got a win, which was what? Right now. He got a where. Man, you're gonna have to go, you're gonna have to go to this brother. And he got instructions on what to do when he got there. I'm gonna read it. But now there was a certain disciple at Damascus named Ananias. And to him the Lord said in the vision, Ananias, and he said, Here I am, Lord. So the Lord said to him, Arise and go to the street called Straight, and inquire at the house of Judas for one called Saul of Taurus. For behold, he is praying, and in a vision he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him so that he may receive his sight. The Ananias answered, Lord, I have heard from, I heard from many about this man how much harm he has done to your saints in Jerusalem. And there he was, authority from the chief priests to, blind, to bind all those who call your name. But the Lord said to him, Go, for he is chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles, kings and children of Israel, for I will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake. And Ananias went this way and entered the house, and laying his hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus, who you appeared to on the road as you came, has sent me that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately from there, he fell from his eyes, something like scales, and he received his sight, at once, and he arose and was baptized. And I want you to read this. Truth is, vision can birth when you see something you get in heavenly perspective that can either that isn't written right. 
Truth is, vision can birth when you see something and get a heavenly perspective that you can see either in your literal eye or in your mind's eye. I'm not sure if it says it like that up there, but that's how it should happen. <laughs> vision can birth when you see something, either in your mind's eye or in your literal eye. What am I saying? When I saw Amber, that was something I literally saw. But sometimes it's not things that we literally see in front of us, but things we see inside of us. And from that place, vision can birth. What is vision doing? Vision is giving us a when, it's giving us a where, and it's giving us an understanding of what God's doing to get us across that bridge. Y'all following me? Pastor Brian, when are we going to run? I don't know if this is running week. <laughs> Truth is, vision can birth when you can hear something. You gave heavenly insight based on what you've read or what God has spoken. You can get vision from hearing something. something. Something that someone could come and speak into your life or something that you've read, you can then gain vision. What is vision? Vision is that vehicle that gets me from where I am to what God has promised. I can see some of you guys conflicting right now because you're saying, man, you just made vision sound like it could be audible. It can. Vision is a vehicle. Vision is a resource. Vision is a tool that gives us the wins, the wares, and instructions on how we get from what was promised to the manifestation of what was promised. And it's a vehicle. It's a resource. It's a tool. Why, why are you saying this like this, Pastor Brian? Because one of our greatest points of, of just misutilizing a resource was we thought vision was something that we get and we rest in and we wait for God to tell us when to start it. And vision was like, no, God was like, no, vision is the tool I gave to let you know when to do something, where to do something, and why you were doing it, but to get started. Amen. Ready for another chart? What can vision do? <laughs> it can refine a promise from God, visualize a promise from God, and give instructions on the will of God. Y'all full yet? Why, why is that? Because sometimes we need a little more clarity. And so God will come and either through, through words or, or, or sometimes it's something we can visually see or sometimes it's something in place we experienced or heard as the word was going forth. God will start to impart in us, man, that's, that's that thing that's been circling around in your, in your spirit. How many of you guys ever had that moment to where you knew something was just there? And then it was like, well, God, you'll let me know what it is when it's time for me to know what it is. And then he'll speak a word. What is he doing? He's giving you vision. He's giving you a vehicle. He's giving you a resource to use to get from where you are to what he's promised. Oh, that's good news. 
truth is, vision is birth when God wants you to do something about something he's promised. The truth is, we rest in the promise, but we pursue vision. You know, vision is a, it's a gift. It's a, it's, a, it's a benefit that the Holy Spirit has provided for us. In Joel 2 and 28, it speaks about a time. Of course, this is a prophecy. And it lets us know, and I'll read it here. It says, and it, will, and it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy Your old men shall dream dreams, and your young men shall what? See visions. It was a prophecy of what was to come when the Holy Spirit came and was poured out on our lives. Man, I love it. Good news, right? Find a space here. Let's see. We'll end right here. Go to Proverbs 16. I'm reading New King James Version. And it says, the preparations of the heart belong to man, but the answer of the tongue is from the Lord. All the ways of man are pure in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the spirits. Commit your works to the Lord and your thoughts will be established. And what is he saying? What is is the whole point of that is, man, when when we go ahead and say, okay, God, we're committing ourselves to your way of bringing this thing to pass, He's letting us know that, man, in that process, all the thoughts that we have will start to line up with what he's doing, making every step and every, every, everything we do resourceful from a point of overflowing. He's like, hey, I, I've, I've supplied abundant resources for everything that you may encounter in life, and that's good news. That's good news. He said, envision. Man, vision is, 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 a, is a powerful vehicle that I use to get you from what was promised to the manifestation of it. When you, when you have it, when you experience it, when he imparts it into your life, man, that's, that's like, I tell all the time, man, that's like that, that, that green light finally going off. And it's like, man, you can now run, and you can now go, and you can now do. Why? Man, because God is supplying every step. He's supplying every step. Like I say, we don't want to be active without what? Activation. And vision is a, is a tool, is a resource that God lets us know it's time to what? Get active. We've seen a lot of people, and you know, this kind of the other side of it, that they went and they pressed out. And that's what he was talking about here. In their own mind's thoughts, they pressed out before activation set in. 
And they found themselves very active, but not fully supplied in all that they were doing. Oh, amen. You guys can stand to your feet. I thank you guys for being patient with me. I was like, God, you know, he told me, he said, they'll be all right, Brian. <laughs> I said, there's a lot of information. They ain't going to exactly get they shouting out today. And he was like, no, they not. <laughs> but they're going to be shouting from the inside. Yeah. You know. But it was, man, it was, it was God's intent. Um, today, and, and I pray that, you know, his spirit is, is, is working within you to bring things together. It was God's intent for you to get understanding today. We pray that today's message was a blessing to you. If you would like to help us further expand the vision, simply text the word GIVERTM to the number 41444 or visit us online at www.revealingtruth.org. Now remember, Jesus loves you.